morning. It's nine minutes past ten, and I'm here with Steve Vines. I know, I know. You've got nothing better to do, have you? Actually, no. <laughs> no peace treaties need signing no or anything. No peace treaties. Global warming, we solved so that last week, that. I think, didn't we? Yes. Done that one, yeah. You but can I tell, tell you what, that when you go outside. Yep, absolutely. Well, we've got some crackers today, Steve, so just put some golf balls in a bag and chuck them up in the air. I mean, I mean... Well, I, let's, let, let's start with the one that has been actually in the newspapers, so it must be big news, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so in the newspapers, it says that there's some confusion going on Tomorrow marks the um, day at which the registration for the LegCo elections has to be completed. And it is quite clear who qualifies and who doesn't. By quite clear, I mean... Funny feeling I wouldn't. Yes. (laughs) I wouldn't qualify. You so wouldn't qualify. Let me just say that here and now. How about a sign on the dotted line? You would, wouldn't you? So this is the point. So, according to Mr Barnabas, I love the name, Barnabas Fawn... Barnabas Fawn, hello there, get off my tractor. (laughs) (laughs) Who will always go the extra mile to shine a shoe if he can see one. Um, He's he's in charge of the Electoral Affairs Commission, for those who aren't paying attention. Sit up straight while we're talking. Um, He says, you know, you've got to sign a form saying that... You, you, you adhere to the bits of the basic law that the, the, that the chaps in Beijing are most... Sorry, the comrades in Beijing are most uh, concerned about, about, you know, Hong Kong perpetually being part of the People's Republic of China. Now, I think we talked about this last week, and it was pointed out, not just by me, but by practically everybody with half a brain... But well, we know this. ..that yeah. they've already <laughs> signed a form saying they accept the basic law, and that's what the basic law says. But you now have to sign a form specifying that, in addition to respecting the basic law, you respect three clauses of it. Particularly. Particularly, because that's what's agitating the boys up north. Anyway, this this was kind of a... a a, a, an extreme act of shoe shining, Barnabas trying to prove to the boys in charge that he's their man and, you know, he can possibly squeeze out some of these, and this is the political point, squeeze out some of these separatists or localist candidates. However, so they, they, they then launch this form saying, yeah, you can't stand as a candidate unless you sign the form. However, the registrar, who is not the same as the Electoral Affairs Commission, I hope people are following this. It does get confusing, It this. does, yeah. The registrar has now accepted nominations from candidates who haven't signed the form. Oh, good night, Mrs Brown. They might as well stop now. It's So, um, the Electoral Affairs Commission, when asked, under what legal authority um, (laughs) does this, you know, does this form uh, have any any standing whatsoever, they gave a very clear answer. (laughs) Next question. So, nobody knows where we are. Some of the candidates then, two of them, went to court, yes, they went to the High Court to try and get a ruling from the High Court as to whether this form had any legal standing, legal basis. And the judge there said, no, nah, no, nah, you know, you sort that out. I'm not, not getting involved. <laughs> I've got, you know, anyway, it's, it, it's, it's, it's Wednesday and, you know, it's a bad hair day and I've got other stuff to do. So that, that hasn't happened. But he said, I'll tell you what, though, if... At the end of the day, you are ruled out. You can come back and see me. <laughs> I'll bung you out a nice I'll judgment. I'll I'll 14 what, in I'll the van. S- yeah, I'll see what I can do with you. Uh, buy one, get three free. That's right. Um, so, so basically, it's so the basically, time. So basically, this all started out with a bit of shoe shining by, by my friend Barnabas trying to tell the comrades that he was on board trying to stop these nasty people standing for election. Because the danger of people standing for election... Is they might win. <laughs> exactly. They might get elected. 
boy. Actually, Steve, this, they know. This is this is not this is not the election for the chief executive of the Hong Kong SAR, where you know the result in advance. This is an election where the great unwashed participate, and you just know what the great unwashed are like. They'll vote for anyone. Yeah, it's that bad. Well, it's all got very confusing because then you've even had people like. Um, Jiang um, Yong Singh, I believe, saying, "Well, if this happens, da 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 da, it could be, it could be really bad. There'll be well, consequences what, what here." He, what, what he said um, is the sensible point of he view. He said, "It's Wednesday. I don't want to deal with no, it." <laughs> he said, "No." He said, "To be fair, he said, look, I do not support these people. I do not believe that Hong Kong should, in any way, um, be separated from, you know, from Chinese mainland. But I don't believe in political censorship." Yeah. Now that, to me, is a perfectly reasonable point of view. He says, "I'll fight." I'll fight the argument, not use bureaucratic means yeah. to stop the argument ever taking place. Go on, Jazza. So what we have now is not rule of law, but rule by law. And I know this is not uh, this is certainly not a phrase that I saw uh, thought up, but it is a very important distinction. Rule of law means that that you know the law is the framework under which you operate. Rule by law means that you use the law to actually change the way that people operate. Yeah. And that's a big, big difference. It's not some little technical, you know, technical widget stuck into the system. I'll tell you what struck me recently. There's been lots of stuff, so-and-so popping their head up, saying, Hong Kong, no, not independent. Could never happen. Blah, scandalous, blasphemous. I'll tell you what, for a, for a country, for an administration, the leadership that doesn't really give a hoot about independence... They seem to really give a hoot about the possibility it of... Is, it is an enormous it's obsession. It's like... Well, the reason it's an enormous obsession is because in Beijing, it's one of the things which is top of their list. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're worried about secession in Tibet. They're worried about secession in, in the northwest, in, in, in Urumqi up there. So, you know, it's something... It's, they, China is this vast country, and they fear it will fall apart. So, I mean, it is, it is a real concern. Is, so stop saying, you know, no, no rubbish, puff. But but what's happening here in Hong Kong is you've got these tiny little localist groups, and they really are tiny little And they're groups, only winding people up. And they're basically winding people up. And even if one, two of them were elected to LegCo, is, is the PRC so weak that this would undermine the integrity of the entire nation? I'm just asking. No, I'm, I'm curious about it too, because the people... Th- that thing about doth protest too much and all that stuff. Well, and of course, what in the meantime is being done is that these people who may well be um, denied the opportunity to run for LegCo and are representing, as I keep stressing, very small groups in Hong Kong, are being given sort of volumes of publicity. I know. And, <laughs> and, and you know, a lot of people who I've come across who said, look, I, I'm, I don't really support them, but I think I'm better now. Because, you know, they're, they're at the sharp end of the big stick. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking, you know, we should show solidarity with them. Well, good on you, boys. You've, you've, you've created out of a little, you know, pinprick something that, that is growing and growing. Mm. And I don't... I honestly, seriously don't think that localism is going to be the main trend in Hong Kong politics. But well done to all the brown nosers who thought that they would please the masters by, by trying to suppress it in this way. It does make you laugh. I mean, you think, you know, we, we must get on to Donald Trump in a minute for one reason, well, perhaps for this reason, because he is the master of spinning. I mean, the guy is a genius. He's free. Think of all the millions he saved on getting PR and oxygen. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean zero he, bill. He, he he in a sense is the uh, and it really pains me to travel all the way to Kowloon Tong to say something nice about Donald Trump. Yeah, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. But I'm also going to say something nice about he he is the antithesis of the idiots in this administration because what he does haircuts the same, is huh? yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to talk about hair? Because we could. <laughs> um, but he. What he does is he tells the big lie, and boy, does he tell a lot of big lies, and he just just brazens it out. But he does it with like Errol Flynn esque skills. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and and he has this 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 enormous knack of of knowing which big lie to tell. I mean, that's no small skill. So he tells all these big lies, you know, like uh, you know. Um, uh, Hillary is a criminal. Um, the Americans, the United States, you know, is defenceless. There's immigrants coming in through every every orifice that you've ever imagined. I mean, all of these things just aren't true. But never mind. It it hits a chord. Whereas our government here finds finds every way. It, it looks at the chord to hit, and then it goes across the road and says, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll hit the other one, because that's the one with the clanging note. I'm just looking at the BBC webpage here. Brilliant headlines, what we have known. Joe, yeah. Bi- Joe Biden, Donald Trump has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> but actually... He does have he a does clue, unfortunately. A clue. That's, that's the danger. I mean... It's a, it's a it, charismatic thing, it's, isn't it? It's, it's a ghastly prospect that that man would, would, would become president of the Said United Steve, States. the British citizen in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In yeah. China. Yeah, like, like he's really worried. I mean, I know that Donald Trump is quaking in his boots to know that I'm not one of his greatest supporters. So the, the latest thing is... I mean, I'm really interested in this. The, the, the fact that the guy has a zero dollars PR bill when it comes to saying this stuff. Well, now, now, but now he's got to spend because because it's one thing to yeah, rally I think the how faith- much he would have spent. Well, yes, no, that's true. There's one thing to rally the faithful, which essentially is what the the, the, the primary is about, because the primary is obviously <laughs> are, are confined to party supporters. Yeah. It's quite another thing to woo the whole electric uh, the electric electorate. Uh, yet again, I do stress this is in Hong Kong where the electorate consists of 1,200 people uh, who will take orders by and large. You've actually got the great unwashed out there, and that means that does mean spending money. Yeah. And, you know, that's why he's now the man who says, I won't accept a penny for my campaign. Another lie is now going round to the big Republican donors and saying, "How about giving us a few dollars?" Well, back to back to the reason why at this stage we talked about him because there's a handful of people. Every time something happens in Hong Kong, there they are. Uh, you know the people who, who who you talk about quite frequently, very well-known people, and they say uh, independence will never happen. I mean, you want to say, well, and you and you are. And then we've talked about it before. We say, well, should the news guys broadcast this? Well, yeah, I guess they could because people have a right to know. Yeah, I so mean, these guys have is, free PR. It, they have free PR. And, and the, difference, the difference with these people, and, and it's invidious to mention names, so let's just mention, say, Rita Fan, Maria Tam. See, Lis- I just want to bet with myself there. <laughs> Lis- listeners, <laughs> listeners will be able to fill in the gaps here. Their agenda... Is, is entirely different from the agenda of, of Hong Kong. Their agenda is, how do I ingratiate myself most with the bosses in Beijing? What are their obsessions? Of course, independence is a big obsession. So I will always be the person who crops up and says, very bad, very bad, we mustn't have it here. Who, what are their other obsessions? They're always worried about protests on the street. So up they get and say, oh, very bad. And they like to say basic law a lot. Basic law. 
basic role. <laughs> they like to say one country, two systems, and then they sort of wink and go, uh, by which I mean one country. Well, it's happened quite a lot recently. But do you think, do you think, as a news bloke, do you think that the sting is removed from the tail when these people pop up every time? Well, I think that's entirely the case. First of all, they have nothing original to say. So it just becomes noise. But, as I say, their agenda isn't really... You've got to understand what their agenda is. Their agenda isn't to persuade anyone. It's just to show the bosses Hello. that they are trustees. I'm here. I'm here. You know, me, Rita, remember me? Yeah. I'm a good girl. I yeah. can, you know... So, in their terms, it's, it's, it's OK. The fact that the great unwash couldn't give a yeah. something or other, um, that's not their worry. They're just completely, completely focused on the, on the big issue, which is, what job is there for me? Big issue? Jobs? Never yeah. mind. That's an old gag, that one. <laughs> anyway, so he has told, Trump that is, has told the Russians to go and hack Hillary's account. <laughs> now, come on, even he won't be that insane. But you know what? He said it. It's out there. And yeah. what do you think all the news guys are saying this morning? Yeah. He's a criminal. It's not allowed under blah, blah. You know what? Well, he said it. Yeah, I know. I mean, and once was... again, Donald Trump gets a $0 PR yeah. bill. But, but you know, I, I wonder, there is an extent where he gets carried away with his He could his have own... also c c committed treason. Well, I was going to say, he gets carried away because, as you say, he opens his mouth, he says something outrageous and it's all over there. You know, uh, if, you want to, if you want to watch it, you just watch Fox News. It's all over there. It gets to a stage where people are going to really start saying, you know, is this man a crazy? You oh, know, Kim Kardashian has a lot of publicity, but most people don't really think she's going to be the ideal person, say, to be the Steve, Secretary of State. Steve, cards on the table. Do you think he might get the job? I think you would be an idiot not to... Not to regard that as, a, as an acute possibility. I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm so out of the political the, prediction game. The DNC became just a hate fest. Well... In, in, in parts. In parts, in parts. I mean, you know, I think the fact of the matter is that there is a mood out there. There's mm. this enormous mood. It's not confined to the United States of people who are saying, you know, we are fed up with all the old guys, even if some of the old guys are women. We're fed up with the old ways of doing something. You know, our standard of life hasn't improved. Let's sock it to them. I watched some of this. I watched as much as I could, and it was really interesting. English, no, foreigners will never understand this. How come... The, the, apparently the right person for the job in America tends not to get it. Let's not forget Al Gore. Has been a pub. But so here we have Hillary going on and this, that, and all of her friends and supporters. Bernie gets on the stage. The place turns into a Genesis yeah. concert. It went bananas. What's and interesting he sounded about, like a president. But the, the interesting thing about Bernie Sanders, among many interesting things, I mean, he's the first self-declared socialist to have got anywhere within spitting distance of the presidency. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he's... he's, he's going to be contesting because he obviously isn't no no but he's not a charismatic speaker he's he's certainly that, he's certainly not a snappy dresser he's certainly not oh, well, a, a, a brilliant organizer but what he is is this kind of guy with integrity and people go hey i don't care if you know he's pretty but actually if you've ever listened through a bernie speech oh he sleeves up that's it he puts his sleeves up but it's pretty boring it is pretty but boring. The delivery, though, interesting. I mean, well, I've he's, he uses he has this Brooklyn accent, which I like. People who've got proper accents. Well, he actually uh, sounded uh, like JFK. I, it was freaky. Did you? Oh, he really I don't did. think so. No. You I know think... when they extend the the vowels? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, JFK was a Bostonian. I, I, I know, I, but he really sounded well. Yeah. Anyway, but my point is this: is that he's he's in a sense he's much more impressive than Trump. 
because he doesn't do it with gimmicks. He just says, look, hey, this, I'm going to tell you this is what's going on. Do you like that? Don't you like that? I'm just going to tell you. And people are going, what's you wrong know, with that? yeah, and people are going, why? I haven't heard anybody speak like that for a very, very long time. The place went bananas, though, Steve. Yeah. I mean, it was like, hang on, he's not hes not the presumptive president, I mean, or anything like that. He's Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, people are accusing him of selling out. But I think he's probably just saying, well, this is how it's going to be. I might as well get them to vote for and this. And he's also saying there's a greater enemy. You know, obviously he's not a Clinton supporter, otherwise he wouldn't have been the other candidate. But, you know, they look over the road and they go, well, if it ain't her, it's him. So See, this is why... I reckon he might end up with the keys to the castle. He might do. And that suitcase with the red buttons in it, he by the way. He might do. Because <laughs> it's I, a lesser of two evils battles with the other Yeah, guys. where do you go when he becomes president to hide? <laughs> do you know what? The comedy industry in the United States is going to be back with aplomb because even the guys I've interviewed, they've said, well, we can't, we haven't had much fun with President Obama because he's too slick and great. Yeah, yeah, and he's really good at talking. And he's great at talking. Let's go to an email here from Alan. Good morning, mate. He says, see, it's about two things. He says, CY created the Hong Kong independence movement all by himself. He says no one had heard of it or would have cared if they had until he made a big deal about an article in a student magazine in his speech. Alan says the more they bang on about it, the more they make people think about it. Well, that's what we're saying, isn't it? I, I think he's spot on. And it, I, thank you very much for reminding us. This was an article which he, he decided to, to bang on about in Undergrad magazine. Now, yeah. I know that this is the biggest magazine in the globe. But do you think, if he hadn't mentioned it, anybody would even bother to have read it? Made a big fuss about it. Well, made a big fuss about it, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Alan goes on. He said, as for Trump and his latest statements about <clears throat> Hillary's email, no one who has ever worked in the White House has been careful about that. In Bush's terms, high-level staff used private mail servers. There were 20 million emails. Literally, look it up, says Alan. They sent and received, and that there's no record of. They were deliberately deleted. That might easily have been intercepted by foreign powers. So he's, once again, people making a fuss about something, brings it under the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it brings us back to Bernie Sanders, who said in the middle of the campaign, he said, let's just drop emails. I'm so bored with them. Now, back with Steve Vines. I'm just looking at the RTHK news here, and it just cracked me up. Um, it must be true if it's on the RTHK news. Absolutely. Can I just say that? Absolutely. Well, the top story this morning, it says, HK to hold more talks on cross-border arrests. And I'm thinking to myself, and in other news, ambulance service recruitment goes through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're talking about the, the, the incident of the Well, this peculiar, is a Facebook special. A Facebook special. Yeah. For those who read Facebook, whatever that is. This is everybody except you. <laughs> except for me, yeah. But I gather from sources that this is about a ambulance with um, People's Paradise number plates on. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, it... it, it Basically, it was pretty much identical to your local wagon, but it had a ZG number plate. And, of course, people started saying, well, you know, maybe that's how they got people across the road, by their own means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's... A, there's a, and let me be boring, because, hey, it's something I can do effortlessly. There is a serious point here. But it does reflect the, the kind of level of paranoia there now is in Hong Kong after the disappearance of the booksellers with people wondering, you know, they see they see a mainland vehicle and think, yeah, I wonder what's in that. Before it was... Mainland ice cream van, yeah. that's the favourite one. Mainland <laughs> ice cream van. It's funny that. Have you ever had ice cream on the mainland? I don't recommend it. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 You're nicked. It's your nick, son. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just thinking that isn't it, isn't it extraordinary 
that that even the mere appearance of these official government number plates, well, the ZG, of course, are the PLA, are the PLA uh, number plates, uh, are getting people to think, oh, God, I wonder what that's all about. Of course. Whereas, you know, in the old days, you go, oh. Oh, look, an ambulance. Oh, look, an ambulance. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look. There's a, there's, a, there's a People's Liberation Army vehicle in Hong Kong. So what? Things have got bad, you know. Oh, they, they have, if people get worried about this stuff. But it's conspiracy theories. We're getting all Cold War about things, aren't we? Yeah. Blokes with umbrellas in the street, you know, all that kind of thing. Yes. I mean, they may have a point. I mean, let's think, let's think about it. What's there been, may well be reasons to be yeah, paranoid. That's what, the problem with what, paranoia. What's been keeping us occupied? So all these fellows disappeared, da-da-da-da. But, you know, you sit down and you go, actually, let's think this through. How could somebody skip across the fence into um, Shenzhen or wherever? How could they do it? <laughs> well, there's that. And, and, and then you had, do you remember the, the, the high-level talks that took place well, in Well, there's Beijing. more going on, you yes, see. that's more yeah. going on. So there's high-level talks went on in Beijing about the notification procedure, whereby... We've nicked him. Official, yeah, <laughs> they say, and we'll, we'll inform you. <laughs> so what, what do we hear next? This very week, two Hong Kong, other Hong Kong uh, journalists have been nicked in Shenzhen, and the government says, oh, we haven't heard about it because nobody's reported it to us. Well, I think it's like, it's, yes, Mister, you're I, the one with the television. yes. yes. <laughs> I thought I thought the whole point of the mechanism, so-called, was precisely that somebody would tell you about it. That was why C.Y. Leung made a big fuss of sending the boys up to Beijing to talk about it. I mean, the fact that they all sat there and just took orders was, is, is another matter. But, but they made this great show of, oh, we're now going to... You know, this is a problem. We're now going to solve it, except not. Yeah. And pu- pu- pull our trousers back up that we, that we were yes, caught with yes, our ankles yes, before. Yes. So, I mean, what, what is so extraordinary about this is it comes so close on the heels of having said, oh, we've now sorted this all out. And, and you know, they said, next time, next time we'll tell you. Well, next time's come around and they've gone, nah, can't be bothered. Check it out. During the first round of talks in Beijing earlier this month, both sides agreed to inform each other within 14 days if they detained the other's residents for criminal investigation. Well, that's done then, see? Yeah, no so that's that's fine. That's, that's it. fine. It's been pledged, and I'm sure a result will follow. And the other thing... Are you reassured? I'm reassured. Are the words by their own means actually grammatically correct? <laughs> I mean, I'm wondering if there's, you know, mm. by their own means, on his mm. own term. On his own term. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, with his own feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm so out of this. Let's move on to the food trucks. Shall we? Because Manny has very kindly slapped up a message on our Morning Blue Facebook page. He says, I really don't understand Hong Kong's obsession with chains, as in food chains. Uh, here you got uh, you, you got the food truck, and here we go again, and the big boys are at it again with their tried and tested cornstarch riddled food food trucks. It's supposed to be fun, says Manny. Why not support the food cart, which is more Hong Kong and fun? Yeah. Hey, what a point. I mean, let's just, just go back. We have talked about this on this very programme before. But it's so, in the news this week. But it is do, do, in the do, news do, do, this do. week. Can I? So they have now, they've now had a panel of judges. I love this. This is the way bureaucrats love it. No, they really he means judges. Yes, he yes. really means panel, re- panel of judges. Real prop. judges. I hope my mate Barnabas on the was, was on the judging panel. He's on every other panel. <laughs> <coughs> so they they get this bunch of bureaucrats to sit together and say, oh, that, that food is very good. No, 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 that food is very good. So particularly as he's my <coughs> brother-in-law. Yes, yes, yes. But but I'm I'm I don't think he should be disadvantaged just for that one reason. No. So here you have apparently a hundred odd people 
sent in submissions um, to to operate these food carts, which incidentally, then food trucks. Trucks, yes. Um, so often you say the clue is in the name, food trucks. Now a truck to me is a moving vehicle, and the thing that you take people to the mainland in the back, well, of the, underneath, strapped to the petrol tank after you haven't notified anybody. Burgers yes. on top, bodies underneath. <coughs> hey, what's the problem? Yeah. So the food trucks are not what they say on the tin, because the whole point about a food truck in in a less regulated and bureaucratically obsessed place is they move around. You know, they sell a hot dog on the corner of First Street. And they sent another one on the corner of 2nd Street. I'm making all this up, but that's the whole point about a food truck. In Hong Kong, of course, the food truck, you actually have to buy a moving vehicle to, to make it stationary, number one. So the lie is in the name. Number two, you can only go to designated spots, which the bureaucrats have said are designated by us for your business. Number three... I mean, what is all this business about having judges saying, you know, the, the reason this thing is going to fail, I mean, I think it's easier to predict this than the US presidential election, frankly, is that, you know, you have to please the bureaucrats in this judging exercise, judging. You, but not please the customers. And as somebody who's actually in the food business, I kind of think that the important thing to do is to please the customer so what they had to do to get the attention of all these jobsworths is they had to come up with innovative ideas well here's one cool maxims yeah cool maxims which of course they did i bet you but no no obviously most of these licenses went to the usual suspects but they put in a few others so they can say you know we're supporting entrepreneurs and startups but what they're doing, and I really feel sorry for these people, is they have to come up with certain weird ways of producing normal food. Actually, what the punter wants is normal food. They don't want all this ridiculous stuff, you know, a prawn that's been, you know, submerged in 29-year-old grandmother's vinegar with possibly some salsa on top. They and, want a sausage sarnie. <laughs> With soy sauce. With soy sauce. And, and you know, for those who are a bit sort of gourmet-minded, gourmet possibly tomato sauce. <laughs> two things, two things, one question and one bet. question is, you know that stuff that's been going around about PMQ, it's all the princelings and the emperors and sons and daughters of all the sort of big wealthy people here. That's what's basically being said about that the people. That is being said about right? that, yes. What about this one? Oh, I, no, 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 no. This is, this, is, this is too much like work. No, but, the, you know, when they said, no, some of them are start-up companies. Yeah, well, yeah. I wonder oh, who I those start-up no, no, companies I, I, think, I, think, think? I think for tycoonettes and tycoonese, yeah. they go to sort of posh places. Um, now, I don't think this is for them. I think this is just nonsense. And, and just no, coming, no, no, running it. I no, mean. I know what you mean, but I think it's just nonsense. I don't think they want to do that. They, they like a sort of place where they can bring their friends, you know, and they can say, oh, come no, to my restaurant. No, but it'll be all kitschy and, and, and you know. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think right, this well, is a toy they want to play with. That's the one. But, I, but, but, but what I do fear, particularly for the young people who've managed to get these, these I don't know even what they're called, licenses. There are a couple. There's always a couple thrown in for, for window dressing, is that they will pour... I assume they don't have a lot of money. They will pour their resources into this. And it just isn't going to work because basically <coughs> food start, food carts are quick, tasty, fast food, fast food. And as Manny pointed out in the email, actually Hong Kong has a tradition of this. They're called carts. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're fish balls. They're, they're little bits of dim sum maybe. 
their little bits of this, that. There might even be little bits of barbecue food. That's actually what the punter wants to eat. And they don't need to go to a stationary truck to get it. I'm just finding the Well, story. they won't be able to get it from the stationary truck because, of course, the bureaucrats, when they decided who would get these fabulous um, franchises didn't want anybody who did anything that people want. They want things that they can say, oh, that's imaginative, oh, that's unusual. Actually, when you see these American documentaries that are on, you know, Discovery and whatever, and when they do one about food trucks, it's always because somebody's mixed Korean with Mexican or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found the story here. Food trucks to serve buns, <coughs> burgers and dumplings. Wow. Nights to become dark. Yes, yeah. Right, yeah. there we go. So, pineapple buns. But it's always with a twist, they say. It's going to be with a twist. Well, you know, good luck with all of that. Exactly. Honestly, it's just all... Horlicks, big time. Let's see what it says here. And, and remember, incidentally, just before we get excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about this, Have a drink first. The, the food, environment and obstruction of the restaurant trade department haven't actually licensed any of these. We still don't know what the little chaps with, with um, clipboards. clipboards are going to be doing to stop this happening. Because that is what, is, is what they're dedicated to doing, stopping things happening. I asked you the question. The thing I wanted to bet you was it's going to be a garbage nightmare. Oh, garbage nightmare. It's, it's going to be going rubbish to be... and trash I nightmare. Mean, look, what will happen is, one, one thing good, and everybody who's ever opened a restaurant in Hong Kong knows this, is Hong Kong people are adventurous. So when something new happens, people will go there. That's fine. They will. They'll have a good start. They all do. But it's then, you know, the, the old boring business of keeping, you know, keeping in business for more than a year. How's your mathematics? Not that good. Seven out of 16 leaves what? Nine. Nine, yeah. Okay, so... Greg So reckons <coughs> that seven of the 16 winners are startups and entrepreneurs, hmm. but... The bulk of them are the usual suspects. No, he said, Greg So said the scheme has not been dominated by large companies. So mm. seven of them are startups. That means nine of them are the large companies, mm. but the scheme has not been dominated by large... Oh, should we go to the pub, Steve? I've had enough of <laughs> it. 